Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Marvel Stadium. Collingwood and North Melbourne, our game for broadcast this afternoon under the pristine conditions of the roof here at Marvel Stadium. 3.20 minutes away, closing in on uh, game time. A quick update at the MCG. It is Port Adelaide with an 11-point lead over the Tigers who have uh, pegged back the power in that second quarter. We'll keep you across that around the grounds for Chemist Warehouse. Uh, great to welcome you to the box. Uh, injured Rue, hopefully going to be back sooner rather than later. He's been averaging the 27 when he's been out on the ground this year, Lake, uh, Luke Davies-Uniac. Great to have you here, Luke. Thanks for having me, boys. How far away are you from being back? Yeah, I think um, two weeks from now. Um, been hitting all my markers so far and... Um, I could potentially put my hand up next week if, I, if all things considered hit all those markers and get some good speed in. Um, but more than likely, it's looking like two. I sat here last week, Luke, doing this game and walked away with uh, a lot of positives. Uh, obviously, it's been a, a mm. tough sort of few weeks after uh, the early sort of sugar hit the first uh, two rounds. But when you were able to watch young George Wardlaw and Harry Sheasel go to another level and uh, many others. Yep. It was a, a really good, sustained, competitive performance, which is the, the biggest thing you were certainly looking for. Absolutely. Um, yeah, the whole side was awesome, um, especially the midfield, and I probably tend to look a bit more closely to the midfield side. And, um, all the young boys going through there were awesome and um, playing their role really well, and um, you can really see what they're capable of. And um, yeah, it was awesome to probably what we thought we should have won. Uh, bit of a blunder at the end there, but um, it was good just to. Um, See the likes of Georgie, she's will run through there. Um, will Phillips had a really good game as well. Really good. Yeah, uh, look, you know, plenty of things happen throughout a footy season. Some, you know, that you guys have gone through that you wouldn't necessarily expect, but injuries don't help either. I was just having a look at your injury list. It's pretty lengthy. It makes it hard, doesn't it, during the week to do drills that you want to do. You've got assistant coaches filling in all sorts of things. So... <laughs> You know, that's probably something that you'd love to get on top of. Some injuries, you know, Charlie Common, you can never account for, but it's a long injury yeah. list and it impacts throughout the week, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think in the space of a week, it jumped up, skyrocketed. So mm. um, it's not ideal. And I think um, the coaches are jumping in a couple of jewels here and there. So <laughs> I, think, um, I think the boys are handling themselves really well. And, and the best part is we've got some depth. So I think the VFL's had a good win today and um, we've got some guys ready to come in and fill those holes. So... How do you approach training? Because, you know, for a young group, that's often where a lot of these guys get a lot of reps. It's hard to necessarily, you know, when you're out there for the two hours of the game, it's all about just finding a way to get it done and, and winning the game. And then you try and reflect and learn and improve, and then you take that to training. So how important it is, is it for those younger guys to get those reps and to have the numbers on the track so that you can improve and can feel like that you're ready to rock and roll for the next game? No, it is definitely important because... When, if, especially if our older boys are out there and we can sort of guide the boys mm. on game day, then we can reflect it during the training sessions where they could probably tend to maybe forget about it um, and just sort of pass by. But um, that's sort of what I've been improving on with my leadership skills in that area is, is just making sure the boys, the younger boys are doing all they can off the field and bringing that to the training track. And um, unfortunately, I can't do that right now, but um, I'm always watching tape with Georgie um, and Will Phil and Charlie Lazaro especially as well. You're not an old guy by any stretch of the imagination, but when you've got so many young players 
you do have to burden some of that responsibility to be a leader a bit quicker. Is that something you've you've loved and uh, and you've just flourished having to do that, or has it come something that you, you've had to seek a mentor or something like that? How have you found that leadership, perhaps a year or two earlier than you would ideally like to do it? Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a little bit uncomfortable saying that I'm a, I am a bit of a leadership and a bit of a vet in my sixth year. So it just goes to show how young our list is. But um, I think my guidance comes under. Ben Cunnington and Jai Simkin, yep. been, those two have been really good for my uh, leadership skills and um, sort of my football journey so far and um, I'm sort of passing on their knowledge to the younger boys now and throwing my, my own little imprint in there as well. Take us uh, into the sort of in the, in the inner sanctum with Ben Cunnington and the role he plays with you and, and the other midfields. We see him get the ball pretty much whenever he wants to but the role he plays particularly as he gets towards the end of his career, uh, that, that legacy piece. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, Cunners is playing VFL at the minute, so I think a part of that legacy piece is making the step down for us boys to come, come through now. And, um, unfortunately for Cunners, it is sort of that end of the road trip for him a little bit now. But we're seeing him play some really good footy and, and indulging in that space of um, getting around the younger boys and putting it on me to get around them as well and um, showing that leadership side of things. And I think Cunners is um, loving his football and loving the club, and I think what he's producing in the VFL level to help the younger guys is paying off by wins. So I think what he's doing is great. Then Jai Simkin during the week re-signs. It's been a tough couple of weeks for obvious reasons with Clarko, but does that give the playing group a boost when something like that happens? Yeah, definitely. I, I yeah, firmly believe that. And Jai's has been, you know, the guy that I've always looked up to ever since I came into the club and uh, the same that he signed on another five years is unbelievable and um, hopefully that inspires a couple other boys to get behind him, which I think it will. And um, it's certainly, uh, I reckon the boys will come out today firing. How do, you, how do you keep spirits high? Because it's a win-loss industry and, you know, when you're losing a lot more games than you win, it's, you know, you, you understand you've really got to go to work on, you know, training and you... you Everything is, is the, the focus is heightened on we've got to lift weights as hard as we possibly can. But often when you think about doing those things, it takes a lot of the fun out of it. So how do you ensure that the environment is enjoyable? Because if it's enjoyable, everyone's going to want to turn up and do their very best. So what types of things do you do to try and implement you know, a bit of joy and a bit of fun in the club from Monday to Friday? Oh, <laughs> there's plenty of stuff. We're always cracking gags in the change rooms and stuff like that, playing cricket up the corridor. Just anything to get our mind off footy is always good. Um, but you're right, it has been tough, challenging a couple of years especially. And at times it feels like we're training the hardest, but we're not getting the results on game day. So um, just to do anything, if, whether that be just catching up with coffees, um, I don't know. It could be just be even watching, your, uh, watching tape with somebody just on the things that they do well as well, especially. Mm. Um, so just little things like that. Um, but we sort of take a day-by-day process after the game and then we sort of forget pretty quickly and move on. Tell us a bit more about these top two, uh, top ten picks, Sheasel and Wardlaw. Mm. We've only just seen a, a glimpse of George Wardlaw. His work around the ball looks incredible, loose ball gets and clearance mm. work. But what are they like as, as young guys? They both, you know, I guess stamped as leaders of the club, having played half a <laughs> season each. But what are they like around the club? Yeah, they're awesome to have, have come in the club this year. And Sheasel, especially this year, um, yeah, we've seen what he can do on field, but it's probably the off-field stuff that... He, we don't know. It's like I uh, heard that he was in on the uh, day off this week, you know, just kicking goals, just out on the track, just practising those little things because I think he's pretty upset that he missed the one late in the game last week. So, And uh, Georgie, he's, uh, he's working on his crafts off the field especially. 
Um, so I'm doing constant just bodywork stuff with him when I can. And um, But they're just really good blokes and probably just calm nature people as well. That's probably the one thing I've noticed about them both and um, they're really easy to get along to. How do, you, how do you beat the Pies? Take us somewhat inside the planning this week to beat Collingwood. They play, their game style is pretty obvious. They don't try and hide too much. They want it to be frenetic. They want to keep it in, in play. And they're basically saying, look, you've got to play our style. And if you can beat us, good luck to you. But it's going to be hard. So what types of things have you spoken about? Is it getting more marks? Is it roadblocks so they can't kick it on? How? What sort of things have you spoken about this week to try and um, stop the, the Pies from getting their game or getting the game on their terms? Yeah, some of the things that we've spoken about is probably time in forward half. I think the longer we can keep it down there, uh, the less time they can probably go coast to coast. We've seen a lot of their stoppage chains uh, go end to end. Um, you know, they've got stars on every line. So um, I think time in forward half is going to be a principle of our game today. Tell us about Rats having to step in. I mean, you know, he had to exit St Kilda, not at his uh, own volition, probably lost a bit of love for the full-time caper, needed to step away. Clarko says, no, come with me. Come on, you're, you're, too, good a, you're too good a coach just to be out of the system. Now he's back right in the, the thick of yeah. it all. Yeah, no, exactly right. He's, he's an awesome coach. He's been great ever since he stepped up to that role and um, stepped into the club, to be honest. He's been awesome for my, for my growth as well. And um, we're lucky enough to have a ready-made coach just to fill that hole. And um, not much has changed, to be honest. Um, Rats has just come in and really just dive deep on just individual roles and responsibilities. And I think um, you saw that last week and hopefully the boys can bring it together. Who are the midfielders you love watching in the competition? In the comp? uh, obviously, Bont. Bont's a pretty, pretty handy player. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Bont, Andy Brayshaw, Petrarca. Uh, the list goes on. I love watching all of them, to be honest. Yep. Who's, the best, who's the best in the game? Can I get best, an answer from you? Best in the game. Um, Is it Bont at the moment? Yeah, I think it's Bont. But if you ask, like, a forward, I think they're going to say Toby Green or yeah. Jezza Cameron. So, <laughs> um, I just saw on your, uh, on your Instagram, that's where you get all the info these days. <laughs> you a uh, little share. Jaden Stevenson yeah. uh, plays his 100th game. You know, he's, he burst onto the scene and, you know, had a lot of turbulence along the way. Mm. But to, to play 100 games, and he's really finding a role, isn't he? You know, there's been much made of him, but he's a good runner. He's a good kick. Mm. He's a good decision maker. So, you know, well done to him. But also, he's, you know, you guys being able to focus on what he does well versus what he, you know, the areas of the game that he's mm. not great at. Yeah. And, yeah, to, the, to his credit, he's had some criticism along the way. And um, he's come out each week just playing his role. And that's what we ask for him to do. And this, this year, it's probably a little bit more running, running up and down the ground for the big fella. So um, we know what he can do in front of the sticks. So, um yeah, we just needed to get him to do some work on some other aspects of his game when he came to the club, and um, it didn't, didn't always get it right, but he's starting to get uh, really uh, flourish from that now, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Just one last one. We really appreciate you jumping in. You, you talked about just the last few years. It hasn't been easy. But do you think it's galvanised these young guys even closer together that, hey, let's, let's ride this, let's get through this, and let's build something special? Yeah, I think it is a lot like that. Um, yeah, this is my... Yeah, well, Clarko's my fifth coach in six years, so um, I've had a fair, fair couple of game plans going around now. And um, <laughs> I think uh, a couple of comments were made last week just about, well, anyone want to stay now? But I think that has galvanised the group and, you know, the, the resilience that we've probably in, indulged with all of us. And, you know, we're all there from playing VFL together to making AFL sides now. And I think that's our bond now is pretty strong. And, I think we've got trust in each other to uh, sort of hang around and um, try to get this uh, club back to where it belongs.
Really appreciate you coming in. Look forward to seeing you be out in the park in yeah. the next couple of weeks. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Luke Davies, Uniac. Uh, of course, a key on baller for the Kangaroos and uh, a young group developing uh, behind you. We get another look at today, uh, Adam and uh, JJ, with uh, Josh, uh, with um, uh, George Wardlaw and co. So we look forward uh, to that. Quick update at the MCG. 11-point lead still half-time. Port Adelaide leading... Uh, the Tigers. Our pre-game show for Beaumont Tiles Trade, providing specialist advice for Tilers. We'll be back with more of our build-up to Collingwood and North Melbourne.